Hello, everybody. Um, this is the Board Librarian's Backlist Book Reviews, where a couple of furloughed librarians out of Detroit are coming at you with stuff you can still access for free with your library card from home, even though we're all closed still. Um, if you are unaware, there's a service called Hoopla. If you are a Detroit resident, you get 25 checkouts a month. If you're a resident of another community, it's anywhere from like 5 to 10. Check your local library's website. Um, and there are movies, comics, audiobooks, etc., etc. Um, so my name's Simon, and this is my co-host. I'm Adam. Yeah, and today we are talking about Ms. Marvel, which her first appearance was in August 2013. Oh, I should say, when I say Ms. Marvel, I don't mean Carol Danvers, who you all know from the Captain Marvel movie. I mean Kamala Khan, um, who is a young Desi girl from uh, New Jersey. She's amazing. Um, kind of the rebirth of Marvel's main... I don't want to say Marvel's main heroes, but they went through a period of time in the early teens where they decided that their comics were going to represent what New York and New Jersey actually looked like now, instead of being a bunch of white guys. <laughs> yep, yeah. They, um, some some call yeah. it, like, all-new Marvel and things like that, and, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Ms. Marvel, uh, Kamala Khan, she, her family, um... She's from Jersey. She was born in Jersey. Um, but her family came from Pakistan. Um, and when Marvel first announced that a Muslim... <laughs> okay, so the Wikipedia page for this has a very hilarious sentence. Um, Marvel's announcement that a Muslim character would headline a comic book was met with widespread reaction. Um, that is an understatement for sure. But this comic is a delight and means so much to so many people. I'm very glad that both they did it and they stuck with it and they doubled down on it. She's now um, one of the main Avengers team. She is headlining the new Marvel's Avengers video game. She's getting um, a Disney Plus TV show. I wish it was a TV show on an actual network. I wish she was getting her own movie, quite frankly. But um, I'll take a TV show. That's her, fine. Her card is also dope in Mar Marvel Puzzle Quest. Like, yes, yeah. I, I play Marvel Puzzle Quest, and oh my god, she is <laughs> she is my frontliner. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, she's incredible. I love her to pieces. Um, the fact that her existence has given rise to just kicking down the door for so much more representation in the Marvel universe, despite the head of their publishing wing, uh, their, well, recent head of their publishing wing being very conservative. Like the fact that she sells so well and she is so popular kind of forces his hand on that. Um, yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, and it, she sells well because she's written well. She's fantastic. Like she's yep. a fantastic character. Like, I, I got into it just because I saw the comics and I'm like, oh, I like, 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 like at first I'm like, oh, I saw the character in another comic. I was reading um, Unbelievable Gwenpool. And oh, that was sure, the, yeah. That was the first time I saw Ms. Ms. Marvel. I'm like, wait, that's a different Ms. Marvel. And I went and looked. I'm like, that's a different Ms. Marvel entirely. I have to go yep. read this. <laughs> and yeah, she's <laughs> great. It was great. Like, um, so 
Yeah, no, go ahead. Like, the, the, the thing that caught on to me was, um, it was in, in the Gwenpool thing when I saw her costume, and I'm just like, that's a new Miss Marvel costume. Like, that that's what caught my eye, was this really well-done, interesting costume, where I'm like, this yeah. is not the typical spandex, Im- impossible spandex outfit. It's like, oh, this is stylish and neat. <laughs> yeah, and it's actually based on... Um like a desi traditional like school outfit which is super cool Mm -hmm. um yeah (laughs) um i was gonna say one thing about her origin story that requires some explanation this this new age marvel stuff um they're almost all classified as inhumans um the, the entirety of the inhuman thing and plot line and like aliens on earth yada 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 was kind of came into prominence because Marvel didn't have the rights to the X-Men at the time and they were trying to figure out a way to backdoor mutants into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, and But uh, now but yeah. now that they have the movie rights to X-Men again, they've literally like dropped all the inhuman stuff. Yep. So, <laughs> it was it was Yeah, so yeah, if you if you look at her origin story and you're like what does this even mean? Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. Just assume she's like a mutant or cosmic radiation or something. Like that's how how they get their powers doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, the how she gets her powers doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is that she is awesome with her powers and her power is not one that you would um expect like it's not like the Frontliner's power, like you know, like in in a lot of the in a lot of things, like the frontliner's power, like Wolverine's got the claws and things like that. Or you, the, well, the claws weren't really as power as the regen factor, but th- that's right. the point. Um, you got uh, like in in X Men, they all got these flashy boom boom powers, things like that. But hers is, um, as she calls it, embiggen. <laughs> yep, <laughs> she can make herself much larger and specific parts of her body much larger, so she can suddenly have giant fists or giant hands or giant whatever um and she also apparently has a minor healing factor ability according to wikipedia i don't think this comes up very often (laughs) it came up in the early thing is that when um when so early in the comics she tries because she herself is a big fan of captain marvel and like that's part of the origin Mm. she's she's trying to figure out a name for herself when she figures out to a point Yeah, but we'll but, get there. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, but but at the at the in the origin, she was a very big, very big fan of it, and like she, um, her power also lets her kind of pseudo shape shift, and she tried to mm-hmm. scare some uh, some thugs off by looking like the old classic um, Carol Danvers, which was the black uh, black leotard outfit. Yeah, and um, well, it didn't go so well. Bullets were fired, and uh, found out that. Um, because of her sh- her minor shape shifting, it it works as a sort of healing factor, yeah. but uh, she can't really be focused on shape shifting into anybody else while it's working. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like we said, it doesn't come up that often. Um, I will say, I also love her family. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> her family's great. Very very prototypical. Um. Yeah, her mom is paranoid that she's gonna get pregnant. Her dad wants her to focus on her studies, yada yada, and she's trying to like navigate having a Muslim identity in America in the mid teens and also trying to break into superhero stuff. 
The fact that she lives just outside of New York City is another aspect of her character where she's constantly like feeling and fighting back against the notion that she's a second string hero from a second string city. Um, And in Marvel's Civil War II storyline where she broke super hard from her mentor, Carol Danvers, the Captain Marvel that we all know, um, she really came into her own and that's when yeah, I just, I really appreciate how she's had a realistic arc for a teenager, honestly. <laughs> yeah, and in fact, like, yeah. I'm, I'm really glad she did the breakaway from Danvers, because I was kind of concerned yeah. when, like, like reading this, because I read this after, um, after, um, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming had come out, and they were, oh, they, sure. and it's, that like, they were gonna make her Homecoming, too, like, yeah, yeah like, right. it just, just, just Carol Danvers, too, as opposed to, like, the, like, how... Peter Parker in those movies has just kind of become new Tony Stark. No, no disrespect to Tom Holland. He is a spectacular Peter Parker. Um, He's great. They aren't yeah. getting that character right though. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, 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 they got the perfect actor for it, but it's just yeah. the, the the writing. It's just like he needs to he needs to be himself. He doesn't need to be Tony too. Yeah. Um, eh. They've already got Tony too, and that's Doctor Strange. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Strange is just Iron Man, but with magic. Fight me. <laughs> exactly. Well, in the movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And maybe a little bit in the comics, too, being realistically. Like, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, Rich white guys who had a fall from grace, who yada yada, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something. Like, even though I enjoyed the Doctor Strange movie because I am a special effects nut and sometimes just pretty things will keep my butt in the, in the, in the chair. Um... Sure. <laughs> I will say this. Doctor Strange has never been interesting to me as a main frontliner. He is always so much better as side as side exposition revealer or things like that. Like yeah. it, it, it always was, that. <laughs> there was a wild um Spider Man story um in like two thousand and three that J. Michael Straczynski did that Doctor Strange played a huge part of. Um, that's very divisive. <laughs> I'll have to read but, that one. I don't remember that one. Yeah, I love it. I love it to pieces because it's the Spider-Man I grew up on. But like, oh man, it, it did not sit well with a lot of people. But it, it brought Doctor Strange back into the mainstream Marvel Universe. He hadn't been featured in a book in like almost a decade at that point. Um, and so crap, literally... I have to stop the recording right now because a phone is ringing and we don't ah. have a phone. Woo! Okay, um, so Comcast is rude. Um, <laughs> yes, yes they are. Uh, yes, um, no, I guess they call themselves Xfinity now, but whatever, it's relatable content. Because um, we are all just doing this at home, we're not in a recording studio. I'm actually very glad that I got an omnidirectional microphone so you can't hear my fan blasting at me because my air conditioning doesn't reach my office, which I didn't find out until I had to sit here. <laughs> When it's 100 degrees outside. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just sitting here with my blue snowball because it's just like, uh, I mean, fortunately, the, folks, I'm not editing out that phone. Um, just giving you a heads up right now because yeah. I am, I'm okay at editing. Not that great. I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> right. So, um, so okay. All you're right. talking about Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. Yep. And how that very divisive Spider-Man comic where Peter Parker is retconned into being a totem of an ancient spider god um <laughs> was a very divisive <laughs> and that led to... into spider-verse didn't it 
A little bit, yeah. It kind of did. We literally wouldn't have Spider-Verse or the Doctor Strange movie, quite frankly, without that very divisive. Everyone hates it. I don't even think it's in print anymore. Spider-Man comic. Um, But we were... Speaking of Spider-Man, Miles Morales is a good friend of Carol Danvers. (laughs) You mean Kamala Khan? <laughs> Kamala Khan. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, like they, they, that, like that's a good segue back into the topic of today. We'll do yes. Spider Man another day. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, Kamala Khan, um, is is fantastic. Like she, she tends to head up um a lot of teen, uh, like right now a bunch of teen superheroes. Um, they did the Champions, which was um her uh. Viv Vision, um, which is the daughter of the Vision, um, yep. uh, Miles Morales, Nova. Oh, Moon Girl, Moon Girl, and Devil Dinosaur. Mm-hmm. It's um, also one of my favorite comics that oh, unfortunately yeah. <laughs> got kind of it got super sidetracked by trying to shoehorn the Inhuman stuff in it, and I'm like, this is bad and dumb, and they should drop it, and then they did. So hooray! They, they, <laughs> they yeah, they should drop, it, but keep Lockjaw. Yeah, keep Lockjaw. Yeah. Everyone needs a dog. He is Lockjaw. He likes hugs. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Which, again, back to uh, Kamala, because she and Lockjaw become really good buddies. Oh, it's so cute. Um, But, uh, yeah, with the the teen superheroes, um, yeah, the the champions. And the whole thing of the champions was uh, the fact that... um, There's a lot of cases for superheroes to do, like low-key deal with crime and stuff like that but they they made a key point we don't punch down yeah absolutely Um, yeah and that's a that's a big thing like uh a lot of people want to see like superheroes deal with certain things where it's like that's overkill for the for the dealing with such and such it's like no 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 we don't punch down we we deal with we deal with the things that normal people can't (laughs) yeah well, especially now that there's been, like, even if you just follow the powers of Superman and his trajectory through various incarnations, like, in the original cartoons in the 40s, he couldn't even fly. He right. could just jump really high and far, you know? So it's like, once you get to a point where you've got people who can fly and are immune to bullets and can, like, stretch into impossible shapes, yada yada, like, it, you can't have them fighting random street crime every issue. Right. There's there's no point. <laughs> like narratively, I mean, there's no point. <laughs> a- a- exactly. Um but back in the like yeah, back in the day Superman was only uh, like was really just um peak like above just above peak human like just above peak human like early early Superman was yeah. not the god we know of him as. <laughs> right. Absolutely. He was he was there to he was there to give like the um working the 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 average american man hope um of in a world that seemed like this is what would happen if you had the power to fight back against the crushing odds <laughs> mm-hmm. uh man um i also think yeah actually kamala takes that torch up pretty well because she's very much into the community and stuff like that like in the early early on in the issue like she's gathered together with a bunch of um other Gen Z kids, because Kamala Khan is very much a Gen Z hero. Um, yes. A <laughs> um, bunch of Gen Z kids, and, like, they're all discussing, like, why society, what what things they've done wrong in society, and, like, there's even one that's, like, 
I, like, the things I do is, like, I disable parental locks and get through this. Great, you're going to be a security a- a- anal- analyst in the future. Perfect. There's yeah. your job. It's like, yeah. it's like, you know, pointing out, like, no, the things that you think make you an outcast are going to make you, are going to make you valuable. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Huh. <sighs> but, uh... Sorry, yeah. I scrolled, I scrolled down far enough to see one of the original creators of Kamala Khan presenting President Barack Obama with the first volume of it in like 2016 and I got I got sad for a second mm-hmm. um, yep uh, but yeah Miss um, Marvel she's great um. <laughs> oh yeah fantastic comic um, I enjoy it immensely um, the first the, I know Hoopla carries the first five volumes like bundled up as volumes um, yeah and uh yeah they're quick reads um great fun uh the first miss marvel volume one no normal um just it's one just a giant pile of awards just a huge pile of awards i can't even (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah Um, it's it's yeah it's super good right now to, to, to point out of this and mind you hoopla does not have the same reach as like amazon or things like that but um 4.5 out of 5 out of 625 reviews that's yeah that's glowing that is fantastically glowing and um especially for hoopla because it's very easy to not review things on hoopla (laughs) yeah and um yeah uh um i was actually doing a little bit on um reading on uh g willow wilson uh who was Mm -hmm. uh the the writer um I was yeah. going to do a little bit of research and just got we kind of got started and um, on the uh, artist um, uh, Adrian mm-hmm. Alfona, um, mm-hmm. but uh, just kind of got kind of kind of was like oh we kids are gone I have time to do this and then the phone <laughs> <laughs> yeah no the her her current author is a fascinating person also um, G Willow Wilson I she also wrote. Um, her first comic was Cairo, which she published for the now defunct Vertigo imprint on DC. Um, she's from Jersey. She spent a lot of time living in Egypt and actually converted to Islam in, oh, I want to say it was 2003, which was what a time to convert for to convert to Islam as an American. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. Fun. F- I'm actually a little disappointed in Wikipedia right now, and we're gonna have to gonna have to do some stuff because uh, I just pulled mm-hmm. up the thing on Adrian Alfona, and um, he's got two paragraphs. That's it. Yeah, and it should be he should have way more given the fact that he worked on the Runaways. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, the Runaways. I don't think. There is the Hulu show, but I don't think a ton of people got into the Runaways before. Which is a shame. <laughs> right. The Runaways are great, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no. Miss Marvel, I mean, really, I'm going to give like a full-throated recommendation to all of the New Age Marvel ones. Like, Totally Awesome Hulk. Heck Miles yeah. Morales. Miles Morales' Spider-Man is actually written by Dearborn native um, Saladin Ahmed. Mm-hmm. He's great. Um, <laughs> yep. And uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give that. I'm gonna give my recommendation to that. Um, dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, same thing with that. Um, personal, personal, a personal taste on here. If you're looking for stuff, 
all-new Wolverine, which is no longer Wolverine anymore because they canceled that one and returned it to X-23. I definitely give that yeah. one a run-through as well. Like, I'm... I, let me just recommend yeah. the the, um, the Marvel quote, as people mockingly call it, the diversity comics, um, which is like, it, I don't know why they're mockingly they're, calling it that. Right, they're literally what got me back into comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, well, people sitting there, people sitting there, people sit there and say, "Well, just make new characters." Like the problem is, is that people want to see themselves in the characters that right. exist, and. It does what what people seem to feel like is that it takes their their character away. It's like no, it doesn't. Those comics still exist. You can go back yeah. and read them. It's just like when people sit there and say, like, I saw this happen when they constantly rebooted the Ninja Turtles, where people yeah. who are like me grew up on the '80s cartoon. Which, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna I'm gonna get real with you. That show was bad. Yeah, it was not that good. And it also <laughs> wasn't like the comics at all. No, it um, wasn't. Um but yeah, spoiler like, alert, April O'Neil wasn't white. Um Nope. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. But uh um, yeah, those those the 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 people that get like that, they sit there and it's like, Oh, it's ruining my child, it's taking it away. It's like your child that's fine, you can go pick up the D V D right there. <laughs> right. Right. And nobody's taking it away. Quit complaining. It's it's introducing a new generation to new things. Like the same thing happened when they released new He Man, Thundercats, things like that. And yeah. here's the thing. New Thundercats. Or like the or like Ultimate the Ultimate Marvel Universe was yeah. entirely to get people my age back into comics when the first round of superhero movies started coming out. Yep. Like you know, if I you're going to my... reboot it again, reboot it again in the same area, but make it representative of what that area is now. Like, exactly. Uh, exactly. I have my opinions about Ultimate Marvel. I've read Me too. Um, um, but... They're varied. <laughs> Their Deadpool sucks. Um... Yeah. <laughs> a lot of it, a lot of it sucks, quite frankly, but yeah. you know. Yeah, uh... no, a, lot of, a lot of it was really bad, but it did give us Miles Morales. <laughs> It did give us Miles Morales. That is, that makes that whole thing worth it because it gave us Miles Morales. <laughs> yep, but um, yeah, like um, these these new things and stuff like that. They're getting bringing new people in. It's fantastic, and people who sit there and complain, they got to understand that at best, like, um, comic uh short pack did a thing where um, and I don't often quote Dave Willis because. There are problems with those, but um, this one was absolutely one that made sense. Where he had a character in there that read a comic, uh, or that was starting to pick up a comic about Starfire from Teen Titans, and mm -hmm. realizing that the way DC had written Starfire at oh, the time was yep. basically just, you know, as they, as a bimbo, yeah, with she, she, she giant she, boobs, yeah, she didn't care about anything but having sex and things like that. And again, having been. Uh, being a, a sexual character is not a bad thing, but the problem was it was the only trait they gave her. Period. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was, was the only trait they gave her, and when she was so well known for not being that. Exactly. Like, because because yeah. despite what DC had thought, most people got into Starfire thanks to the Teen Titans cartoon. Mm -hmm. And um, those, those cartoons had... Um, had those cartoons had gotten people into thinking well, obviously for here. children <laughs> yeah well children yeah. they were well written and i'm yeah. not gonna i'm also not gonna sit there and disparage teen titans go because it may not be the thing for me 
it but may it's be for kids. Yeah, it's for kids, and I've got kids that like it. And I, like, well, I don't have kids, but I, I've met. Yeah, yeah. I've got kids <laughs> at the library that like Teen <laughs> Titans Go, and I'm like, that's yeah. great. Did you know there was an older show? And they're like, really? And hey, gets them to watch an end. They got interested in that. So you know, right. it's one of those things. The, the thing, like, um, yeah, <laughs> when they 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 had a feeling that it was like, oh, this is why people want the characters. Like, no, no. Your math is bad. The best a comic will usually do is about a hundred thousand views. Yeah. That movie was seen. That that TV show was seen by millions. Mm-hmm. The comic was bad. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> and it wasn't bad because you, you. It wasn't bad because you're like, oh, it's just not for the the new age. No, it's just like you wrote bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because there are things that are reboots that are bad. I'm not going to say every reboot is better than the last. It's like, that's right. 100% not true. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, the, the the newer Marvel stuff is is great. I love Totally Awesome Hulk. I love Ms. Marvel. I loved all new Wolverine. It introduced a new character. Another um, Wolverine clone of a clone, um, Gabby, who is, in my opinion, the best and needs to have her own comic series. Marvel, give me Honey Badger the car- the comic series. Give it to me now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Man. But, uh, yeah, no. Um, so this was supposed to be about Ms. Marvel. It was more about the state of comics in general, but Hoopla has Ms. Marvel. Yes. Read Ms. Marvel. You should read Ms. Marvel. <laughs> it's great. It is fantastic. Um, the art is great. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't even gush about the art. Um, the oh, yeah, art please, is, gush about the art. Um. The art is fantastic. Um, Adrian does this great sort of, like, roughness with it. Um, I really love because it, it makes it look... It, it gives it a down, an earthy feel, because that's one of the things. Ms. Marvel represent, is a hero who's for, like, like kind of like Spider-Man, friendly neighborhood type thing. Um it very much fits with that whole um, rough, and I don't want to say slumming it, but um, it, they're not—they're not exactly like you know um, bankrolled like Tony Stark. Tony Stark. Yeah, they're—they're people—they're <laughs> people trying to make a living and stuff like that, and living in New Jersey, which um, I have plenty of friends from New Jersey. Your state gets a bad rap. Um, Jersey Shore, <laughs> Jersey Shore did not help. <laughs> yeah um but uh yeah um it's it's the art is just fantastic it gives it helps really solidify that um kamala is this this hope in a rough world Mm-hmm. yeah totally she rules oh yeah fantastic ah. and i will i am waiting eagerly for the avengers video game because the moment i found out like Everybody thought that when they were announcing it was going to be headlined by the Marvel Cinematic Universe people because they're now A-listers now, even though, fun fact, back in the early 2000s, Sony Sony had the chance to buy all of the Marvel Avengers properties. All of them. And they didn't. It was (laughs) at the cost, $25 million. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because they were in the view of, like, if it isn't Spider-Man, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> but to be fair, 
Iron Man was absolutely a third stringer until someone made a decent movie. Like, I still am amazed that that movie got made. <laughs> I, same. And I was glad it was. Like I, And again, there are so many people that were like, Robert Downey Jr., he can't headline a movie. He like Everybody was still getting off the, the whole, like, he had been in rehab and stuff like that, and therefore he was uninsurable. Yep. And uh, me, I'm sitting there, I watch this, you know, I've seen Robert Downey Jr.'s works. This is going to be great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. People are, people are forgetting that it's like, when he actually puts to his work, he's amazing. <laughs> yep. But, uh, yeah, um, nobody knew. So, hey, guess what? Um... We're going to be getting a Ms. Marvel TV show. I, again, like you, I wish it was on TV and not just on a streaming service, but whatever. I'm going to... Disney, Disney, you've locked me in. I'm going to watch it. I'm also going to watch She-Hulk and... Disney, please, if you're listening. I know, if Disney, if all of you are listening, and I know you are because nobody nobody has still listened to the All-Star Superman uh, one. (laughs) But Disney, please, if you make a She-Hulk series... Please let it be like the Marvel version of Harvey Birdman. Please let it be Marvel's <laughs> law and order. That is She-Hulk at her best. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Man, well, you know, nobody listened to All-Star Superman, so next week we are going to lean really hard into the weirdness that came up during the All-Star Superman episode that no one listened to. Um, and we're going to be reading Promethea by Alan Moore. Yep. Y- yay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not just an excuse to continue talking about the few. Yes. <laughs> Though yep. that will come up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's going to be great. All right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, folks, um, keep reading. Keep blocking your minutes for the uh, for the summer reading program. Um, oh, yeah. Remember, summer it's not just reading. kids. Not just kids. Adults can, too. Um, do so. Yep. Technically, technically, you don't even have to live in Detroit. I'm just saying. No, nope, my nephews don't, and um, I signed them up for it anyway. Um, yep. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, definitely. Yep. De- yep, definitely, folks. Uh, stay safe, and um, please wear a mask. <laughs> please wear a mask. All right, bye. <laughs> bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>